Hello and welcome to Greedo Shop First. I'm James. And I'm Marco Sparks. And we're here. We're back. This is going to be an instant reaction podcast uh, for The Rise of Skywalker, which we just got out of the movie theater after seeing. Uh, full spoiler alert in effect. Don't listen any further unless you want to know all the stuff that happens in the movie and be fully spoiled. So that's your last warning. We're going to jump right into it. Marco, how are you feeling? Man, <laughs> fuck this movie. God damn it. Oh, this movie is trash. Oh, man, you know. Uh, Skywalker really... Saga ended when that little boy in Canto Bite lifted up the broom, was full of hope, and the story could go on, and you had everything you needed right there. I really hope this movie would be good. There were a lot of warning signs. I tried to ignore them all. Um, Fucking J.J. Abrams. I, you know, I don't want to, like... No. attack the guy or anything but i just i'm just like what I do. the fuck jj abrams you made a bad movie you made a trash movie i'm sorry it, it's it was poorly conceived it was badly executed and i know you can do better in this you betrayed these movies you betrayed these characters you betrayed ray you betrayed ben solo and more importantly you let me down JJ's betrayal was almost nothing. Um, I don't know. It was it was so bad that I was just like stunned for most of the movie. It just kept getting worse and worse. Um, and I'm not trying to be like hyperbolic or anything. I I honestly think this movie is like it's like fractally bad. It's like if you zoom out, it's terrible. If you zoom in, it's terrible in small moments and in scenes and in, in acts and the whole thing is just like a massive clusterfuck. Like it's not even like. Like I, because I I read the leaks and I I kind of knew some of the spoilers and I didn't like certain story decisions so I was kind of prepared to not like certain things in the movie but I'm like well J J Abrams is a competent filmmaker this is probably going to be like a, a fun movie that just does goes in some directions I'm not going to like but like it's actually terribly made like just basic writing and pacing like it's incoherent the whole thing is a disaster from there's front clearly. To back. A it's lot even, of it deleted material. Very good. A lot of it. It's clearly deleted material yeah. or or reroutes or whatever, and you can tell that there are fucking chunks missing. And the stuff that's there doesn't fucking make sense. It feels like a bot and like four or five random shitty fucking fan fictions were edited together haphazardly, it, mixed in with like YouTube comments. It was like, give me your worst fucking fan fiction. Yeah, Alan Dean Foster. Let's get some of you. Do you remember the Halcyon days when we could joke about Ray being a half droid child <laughs> and, and also the child of like Ben Solo's like nanny or whatever the fuck? Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. 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 The, the Ray is Han Solo's I'm going to say something daughter. that fucking shocks me and chills me in my bones. Mm-hmm. What was in the Trevorrow draft? Seriously. I'm kind of curious now. What did more Colin call Trevorrow's could, ideas? Could it possibly have been worse? Ah. <sighs> That'd be a fucking feat. When was this I, done? Because was this really is this really a reaction to Last Jedi, or is this like some of JJ's like, hey, Chris Terry and I have got some real fucking shit on fire. Yeah, ideas. Well, Chris Terry, that that's two. Yeah, you you don't get a strike three. I would be embarrassed to have a name on on the writing of this I don't, movie. I honestly, I I don't understand how the this pitch got approved. I don't understand how somebody read the script and was like, yeah, let's make that movie. Like, there's just like every single scene has these moments in it where you're like, what the fuck? Not only I saw it tweet, not only do people owe Ryan Johnson an apology, these aren't like gentle rereadings. 
they're generally insulting moments in this movie to last disrespectful Jedi. yeah generally insulting like mark hamill like got his last laugh well like, he got I, to fucking insult last i Jedi. thought i was gonna hate the movie because of that but like that was like that was just a little salt in the ointment of the wound that the movie already was yeah like this movie i mean i don't even know where to begin like it the from the very beginning like the crawl is kind of stupid but whatever it's a star wars crawl so you're gonna you can, you can kind of forget that but like it pans down from a star field to just like blackness mm-hmm. and then it's like what is this and then it like pans to a planet eventually like i don't know where the stars went for some reason and then it just cuts to a montage of kylo ren on that like red you know atmosphere planet like just killing random dudes and it's like this weird slow montage it's like we have no context for what's nope. happening nope. at all. Nope. It's like, what did this look like originally? Was there a scene here that you cut well, and like, you just decided to make it a montage? Remember like, how to Star Wars start with a weird montage? Remember how good the opening of Force Awakens was? I know. It's, <laughs> how is this the same person that made both movies? How did you make Ray's intro in the Force Awakens and then do that? <sighs> God damn. It's too much. There's too much and also somehow too little. And the things, and I. You know, I've I've glossed over because it's not a real complaint when you hear it in other movies, but like so much of this movie doesn't make sense. No. It doesn't make sense. It's like for at one point Palpatine has an audience, and it's like, I'm sorry, who the fuck yeah, are these people? Like like I don't know, thirty thousand people or something. Who the like in fuck a, are these people? They all just have like hoods on and you can't really see them and they're murky CGI. And it's like, did you run out of money or what happened here? You know that little that little commercial that felt so spoilery with the uh, um, I have been every voice yeah. you have ever heard inside your head. That commercial is cut better. Than it this really movie. is like that all happens. <laughs> like the the movie starts with these like dueling montages of like Kylo Ren fighting on the one planet, and then he goes to the other planet with the Sith Wayfinder, which is fucking stupid. Yeah, um, and. It, it's just like these random quick cuts to like you hear, you know, the Emperor and Snoke and Vader saying, I've been every voice you've ever heard inside your head. And then it's like, oh, look, there's Snoke clones. And you hear the Emperor say, I controlled Snoke or something like that. Or Snoke. Was, I created Snoke. Yeah. I created Snoke. And it's like, okay. And we're just never going to visit that again. And then, oh, look, the the Emperor's alive. He's really old and gross. And we're never He's got going to explain black how lips and black teeth or why. That's and, all. Know, there's, and, like, and like milky eyeballs. There's certain things in a Star Wars movie you don't need to explain. Some things you do when a character was dead for two movies and 30 years of time within the universe. And then he just appears again. You kind of do have to explain that. You don't have to explain everything. You need to explain that. I'm so actively angry right now. I'm not even angry. I'm just like baffled. I'm like, can we, I I, I guess I understand now when Game of Thrones fans are like, can we have a do over? You know, like I want to hold this movie in my hands and just vomit acid upon it almost every frame of it it's so fucking insulting this movie like it doesn't make a lot of sense it's it's so untrue to the characters that we've come to get to know somewhat and like what you said in the car on the way back is this what john bago wanted is this what he's happy that there's is is your british ass happy now there's one random point where like for some reason finn and poe were arguing only suddenly it's a serious argument and not like banter and finn's just like you're no leia and Poe's just like, oh, you know, and it's like, what is this a, a beat that we're supposed to be hitting here? It's so strange. Uh, so much of the disservice to the characters, like it's like they're just relying on the natural charisma of these actors, and, and like the fact that they have some semblance of who their characters are 
even if the people making this movie aren't. My God, like and we start with Ray a, fucking wait. floating in the air with all these like boulders or rocks circling her. Like, what the fuck is this? And one of the the true shining beacons of light in the press tour, which has been a nightmare, has been Naomi Aki and Kelly Marie Tran. And this movie's not treating them that great. No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, I like Naomi Aki. She really doesn't need to be in this movie at all. No, no. It's like, why, why are you here? Not, not even a little um, bit. Rose, Billy D. Williams doesn't really need to be in this movie. Rose is like just there. She could, she, Rose could have been a random resistance. Charlie from person. Lost. Charlie from may Lost. have more to yeah. do in this movie than her. Uh, Rose and Finn are just like, I don't know, friends again. Like that's just never picked up. It's like, oh, it just didn't take, I guess. My boy Hux. <sighs> the movie doesn't give a shit about Hux. They did my boy Hux wrong. I like Richard E. Grant a lot, but Jesus Christ, he's playing such a fucking cartoon. Well, like, why? Why did we need Richard E. Grant? Like, Seriously, it 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 makes no sense. None of it makes any sense at all. They had to go around conscripting from the entire galaxy to get some. They get a couple stormtroopers. Comparatively, how the fuck did you crew? The largest yeah, who's, who's Sith crewing fleet. this massive fleet, yeah. Trained, there's crewed, all these new Sith built. troopers, and you're just like, okay, I guess. I mean, that's a lot of raw materials. Who's feeding them? Yeah, uh, who designed? They're these all like super in the star ice or destroyers. Yeah. Stop saying Sith fleet and Sith things, because then I think, Jesus Christ, are they actually imbued with the dark side? And the movie is really just like, hey guys, Finn's a lot more force sensitive than we we really wanted to nail down before but we're still not gonna do anything with it really and and i don't think i even needed to know that this was a performance cobbled together from bits of deleted scenes of carrie fisher because it's it's pretty apparent yeah it's not great it's this is not a great ending for our princess and our general the movie felt like one long terrible apology tour for things that didn't need apologizing for no you can't negotiate those fucking terrorists the last Jedi people who the people who hated that movie they don't want to be pleased they're not going to be pleased they're not going to be pleased by this i don't like there's no point in pandering to them because they already hated where the series was going anyway you know like all, all you've done is piss everyone off now and i don't know who's listening to this podcast i don't i i I don't know who normies are that go to movies, and I don't know what their pe- normal people are going to think of this fucking I saw, movie. I've seen some people say they loved it, and I'm just like, how? I mean, do you I, love everything? Good, good for you. Do I you guess. love movies? Yeah. Do you like getting out of the house? <laughs> I mean, god damn it! Our audience was so fucking weird. The two things they cheered for, to me, seem at odds. Well, the biggest cheer. Tell me if you agree. It was for Raylo. It was for Raylo. But, yeah. yeah, and but then they, like thirty seconds later, they're like. Ah, but they because Ben Solo just fucking randomly dies out of nowhere. Yeah, they cheered for the reveal of Ray Palpatine. Uh, there was I would say that was mixed. I and people to my right were just like, "What?" Yeah. So yeah, I would say Ray Palpatine was a a mixed reaction, is how I would describe it. But yeah, they they cheered for the big. Oh, then the insultingness of Mark Hamill being like, "Ray, everyone knows," and it's like. Fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> Stop the movie. Fuck you. Fuck Le- you. Leia knew too. She just didn't say anything. Fuck you. <sighs> I, I just don't Poor know. Jodie Comer having the cameo as Ray's mom. Oh, is that her? Yeah, completely wasted. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. 
You, you, congratulations, you killed Eve. <laughs> it's like if you like made Empire Strikes Back, and then the Return of the Jedi, Obi Wan's like, no, Vader's lying. He's not your dad. Seriously, and it's like, oh, okay. It makes the soft retread of their ideas in Return of the Jedi seem so graceful. I know. The re- the retread of the entire prequels as he changed his ideas from movie to movie seems so graceful. Like like George Lucas fucking ballet dancer. Of I'd ideas. love to get George's uh, unvarnished reaction on this movie. It's trash. You needed more. Uh, needed more Sebulbas. Yeah. <laughs> I, there weren't any uh, blatantly obvious uh, racial stereotyping jokes. Mm. Oh my god! I, like when when they're all going off for the final battle. There's not even a line to say Lando's going to go try to recruit more ships. He he says something that vaguely suggests he might or something. He he tells him like you, oh, you need sh- to you should spell. go to the core worlds and tell them you need help because that's going to work this time when it didn't work Super in the last Jedi. Like, Super uh, easy to do. Oh my god, the fucking insulting when Charlie from Lost is like, we need to do the holo maneuver, and like Finn's like, no, that was a one of a kind thing. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, or Luke, when Force Ghost Luke appears and grabs the lightsaber, he's like, oh, this is a cherished weapon. You shouldn't just throw it you away. You shouldn't disrespect the, uh, yeah. the weapon of a Jedi. Fuck uh-huh. you. God. Oh, and I'm sorry. <laughs> he raises the X-Wing. He does everything the flies for her. after, you know, six, seven years, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but still. He, he raises the X-Wing. He's like, hey, you better take both these lightsabers with you for some reason. Maybe... Maybe you'll need them both. Whatever. He doesn't even. God damn it! Even in like Return of the Jedi, when he goes back to Dagobah, like Yoda and Obi Wan give him a little pep talk, but still they give Luke the agency to go to go off and fight this mission to go do this thing. Luke gives her everything she needs. He raises the ship and he basically pushes her out the door. Yeah. It's not even like Ray got to choose to do this. So this most of this movie leaked like four months ago. And when the leaks first dropped on Reddit, I did not believe them for a few reasons. Number one, baffling. Stupid. It was like there's no way this much would leak like this soon. Like how how could anyone possibly have this this much information? I still don't understand how it leaked. I can only assume it was a disgruntled employee somewhere high up at uh, Lucasfilm or Bad Robot. And then number two, I was like, there's way too much here. Like just the first act alone, it's like there's way too much for a first act of a movie. Like this is absurd. This is stupid fan fiction. Like in number three, this is so bad. There's no way this could be the actual movie. And it was. The ending is so stupid. It, it was exactly what the leaks were. And it's like, I, I can't believe that that's, I, I stupidly assume that like this was either misinformation or just somebody cobbling together their own dumb plot from like bits and pieces that they had picked up. But no, that's exactly what the story was. It was just as bad as it sounded. It, it didn't get better seeing it on screen. It got worse. Like Every I, I really thought the, the things that I was going to hate about this movie were going to be Ray Palpatine and uh, Ben Solo dying at the end. To me, that was like, those are the two things that are really going to stick in my craw. If they could have just changed those two things, we'd have a fine movie. But like, no, the movie's so bad that like by the time you get to those reveals, it's already a lost cause. At a certain point, you think maybe Ben Solo is the lucky one. The ending well, makes like, no r- sense. First, Ray just like randomly dies after defeating Palpatine by like I don't know. She needed two lightsabers to deflect his lightning instead of just just one lightsaber wasn't enough. Sure, whatever. And then she just like I won. And then she just randomly kind of just like heals over. Like why was that 
an expenditure of force energy. You're just standing there with two lightsabers. I mean, at the end of the Jedi, the whole point is that Luke is not going to repeat the mistakes of his father. He's going to have some agency. He's going to find some way through love or whatever to to, to break this pattern. Yeah. And this movie is entirely about like the weight of legacy and you have to go do what all of us want you to go do. And it's like, Ray, if you kill me, you'll become the the Empress. And then she does kill him, but it's okay, I guess. I don't know. Because she was, you know, reflecting his lightning back at him or something. Well, and the Sith is like, the Sith is so fucking dumb in this movie. Whatever the hell they are. Whatever All are the, the are Sith they acolytes or whatever are they a nation? Is it a belief? Are they dark side practitioners? Whatever the fuck is going there? Because at one point during that part, the emperor is like, "The ceremony is about to begin." And it's like, "I'm sorry, what is the ceremony? What the shit is happening here?" That is that's your all the emperor scenes. That's the underlying thought. What the fucking shit is happening here on screen? And he's also like, he's a fucking weird, like right wing internet troll. He's like blasting out messages about how he's going to like fucking conquer the universe in 16 hours. Yeah, the movie, in, in the crawl, it's already established that like, the, you know, the dead transmission from unknown regions states that the Emperor Palpatine's return. It's like, okay. Like at any point, was anyone ever like, you're dead? I mean, I guess Kylo Ren was like, you're dead. Well, he says, like, and here I am, or something he, like that. Well, yeah, he says something in the beginning. It's like, I've died before. It's like, and? Okay. And? Well, he, he repeats, there's a lot of repeating lines here. Um, he repeats the uh, the dark side of the forest as a pathway to many abilities that someone would consider to be unnatural. They do like a lot of weird word for word between like Ben and Han. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing Han's in it, which I predicted that like a year and a half ago. Yay me. It's like this movie's like weirdly like gave me things I wanted, but in the worst way possible. I, I like that they're, they're just like, Harrison Ford, do you want to shave before you go like, in there? He's like, no. <laughs> you got one take. <laughs> Seriously, you got one take. Do a green screen. I don't care. God damn. Yeah, but like that scene was just like the laziest retread of the dialogue from Han's death. It, it just it could have been so good and it wasn't you know i was like felt like you bother to bring harrison ford back like make a scene that just is absolutely crushing and heartbreaking and before ben solo throws that lightsaber i almost want him to stop and be like i'm sorry that seemed hackneyed yeah dad can we do this again can we run this one more time they even like they they half-ass the i'm sorry i know that was another thing i predicted but like they don't have ben say i'm sorry for some reason i don't know he just like kind of gives him a look and he says i know the only moment that I I really liked in Raylo was when she says, "I did want to take your hand. I want to take Ben's hand." Well, like, but it's not it's not quite spelled out enough. JJ Abrams, been. Chris Terrio, if you need help with the Raylo, there's like sites on the internet where you can go Seriously. read some fic Seriously. and like at least figure out like kind of what like what the good juicy stuff is there. Because like if you're going to bother to do it at all, it should be the central thing of your movie. Not just this kind of weird tacked on thing where like they're mostly adversarial and then it's it's somewhat it's not entirely out of nowhere, but it's somewhat like I don't know, like they these two have too good a chemistry for you to like ignore it for half the movie and yeah. then like barely lean into it. And then when they finally do kiss, the audience cheers because it's like, why wasn't this the movie? Well, it's clear that I think I think if you were to like hold down these two writers, 
they would tell you they think it's a toxic relationship because that's it's, how they portrayed like the, it. It was almost like they didn't want to do it, but they wanted to like hit every audience. You know, they yeah. wanted to they wanted to like here's a little thing for the Raylos and here's a little thing for the Last Jedi haters and we're gonna do like some Ray Palpatine like Snoke theory stuff over here. You know, it's like they're just trying to do everything instead of like picking a direction. I and, know, and really committing to a single story to tell. I know that essentially J.J. Abrams created Raylo. He was he created the connection between them that's 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 hinted there in Force Awakens, but I do not think that he he sees it as a viable option. Like, was because this really your plan? Kylo Ren's through? whole thing is basically like you're a spicy bitch, and I want to make you. I want to. I want to celebrate the worst of you, or whatever. It's like it's, I'm going to turn you to the dark side. Yeah, it's so insulting. The fucking Knights of Ren are a weird joke. <laughs> Knights of Ren were hilariously bad. Like by this, by like the second time they appeared on screen, I'm just laughing at them. Well, like it's the, like these fucking idiots. The fucking helicopter shot of them on the Mesa is good is job, guys. Straight out of it, Guns and Roses video. Well, it's like you guys all just went. You're supposed to be searching for Ray. You went and landed on like one Mesa and just stood around. Good job. They have no dialogue. They have no purpose. They don't yeah. make any sense. At one point, they're upset with Kylo Ren. Because he chose a hoe before his bros. They beat him up a little till he gets a lightsaber. A little. They and have, then he just kicks all their asses. Yeah. It's Ky- Kylo Ren just grabbing like the mock turtleneck from the gap on the way over to uh That was more like a just like a loose tee, like a loose long sleeve tee. I guess so. Yeah, like a Henley. Yeah, of. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a real basic bro now. Check me out. God damn. God, I fucking it's, hate this movie. What's weird is that it's not even like good fan service. It's like what they think fans would want. I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, if you're going to do a redemption and a Raylo thing, like, do it. Have fun with it. Don't just like barely touch it at the end of the movie. The lightsaber fights aren't good. <laughs> no, there was a lot of like bad wire work. Yeah, they're really into her flipping, like doing like superhuman jumps and flipping. There's no emotional. They they didn't context? talk really during their big fight on no. the Death Star. Like I was I was expecting there to be some sort of dialogue there, but not really because it's, I think it's because they don't know what these two characters should be saying to each other because they've built them up. They're like too adversarial when they're like ignoring the whole romantic connection between them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and they have a bad option for Ray to pollute her character and they let that run of it rather than even having him push it a little bit like you I, you're a palpatine or whatever but she should also be pushing back of like trying to pull him like they should be trying to pull each other to their side or whatever the side that, that they think they, the other should be on i mean god damn it ah i'm so angry at this movie I'm so fucking angry. I like the the fucking kitchen sink of it all too. When Zori Bliss shows up and Baba Frank's in the or, like, why is Baba Frank in her? Why wait? And he like fucking waves at the camera. He's like, like see me, everybody. Pops Bob up Frank. on her dashboard. He's like, nah, I'm here. There's like three things I like about this movie. One of them is Dio, but even Dio, what's the fucking point of this? It was like they were in their story meeting, and it was Chris Terrio was like, hey JJ, we've got a lot of ideas here. Which ones do you want to use? And JJ Abrams is like, yes. Yeah, seriously. You have a you have an idea for a droid that's basically the Pixar lamp on a wheel? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh hello, no thank you is the energy I'm bringing to 2020. And what did they ultimately get from Dio? They plug into him at some point. Exegol. 
But they already knew about Exegol. How to get to Exegol? No, they get that from Ray. How to actually get to Exegol is like the other thing that they were going to get from him. Yeah. That's where he was going to go. But they get it from Ray. They so, got it from both. Yay. Oh, the fucking Sift Daggers. Dumb. Oh, like, so it's like that guy like went and made a dagger to match the Death Star ruins and then just kind of like left the Wayfinder there. And it's like, I'll just make this like Goonies treasure map just for fun. It doesn't make any sense. Why would this agent put it there? Why wouldn't it have already been there well, from like, the Emperor? So this was after Palpatine died when he's doing all this stuff and like killing Palpatine's like son and all that. See, but like, was he was Palpatine alive again at that point, or like, what was going on? I mean, if you told me that Palpatine had made the dagger from some kind of vision that he didn't fully understand, but he knew it'd be important in the future, stupid jerk off motion. Because they they treat the the antechamber off the throne room, which I would argue, much like the Overlook Hotel, geographically, that that whole area could not be there. Because there are ginormous windows telling us. I figured it'd be built into the throne. I know that was like early concept art stuff for The Force Awakens. There'd be something in Palpatine's throne they needed. It's just a little, it's like a little water closet. (laughs) Four feet over. But the the way they even put in Dark Ray was so dumb. She had like weird fangs or something at one point. She has fucking fangs. She she fucking at herself. I mean, they basically treat like the Dagobah cave. Also, like, so that's why I'm saying, shouldn't that have been something Palpatine insinuated rather than just some agent of his? Yeah. Well, no, what was odd too, that's the only other outfit Ray wears in the entire movie. Even at the end, after she's all bloody and beaten up, the next time oh, we see her, stink. she just cleaned up her same clothing and what put she, the same thing back on. What did she wear when she was hand scrubbing her outfit? We don't know. It's like it's apparently a fucking crime to put her in like more than one outfit unless it's like a single scene or something like that. It's bizarre, really, how like. And this outfit was a little more form fitting in places. Was, like, yeah, I did. Like notice when she that. got to Act Two, especially, yeah. it made me think about how like Last Jedi was honest about her like feminine figure, but like not sexualizing her. It in felt a way. like they were trying a little harder in this. Yeah, one, yeah. like I think JJ would have would have put cleavage in and, and see previously when JJ yeah when he squeezes in like adoring the female figure in a way that's not necessary Man. it's <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to think like did I, I like anything movie. I guess I liked Bobby Frick he was fun um I, oh I like uh I like Poe getting shot down and he tries to Bo getting shot down at the end was kind of fun. Sorry, Blitz. Yeah. <laughs> Finn his whole character arc was weird. I mean, I guess he got to spend a lot of time with the trio, but um oh, it was sort of all over the place. Like he wants to tell Ray something the whole time, like that he's like in love with her. It was like the vibe I was getting. Maybe he was gonna say that, like, no, actually I I'm force sensitive too, or something. I don't know. Wait, but the point is we don't ever find out. It, it's never followed up on. We don't ever find out. Uh, Ray builds an orange lightsaber at the end. Seemingly out of her staff. Like the end of her staff. Cool, I guess. I like the way it switched on. That was cool. Yeah, kind of that kind of rotate, sideways. Yeah. Rotating switch. That was neat. That might be a pain in an actual fight, but... Yeah. Um, but why? 
Why I mean, the, the, would she move back into the house where Luke Skywalker? I guess was you could say she was raised. just burying the lightsabers there and just like had a talk with somebody and was about to peace out. She's Ray Skywalker at the end of the movie just because. Well, because the force ghosts of Luke and Leia were like attaboy. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But that was the rise of Skywalker, I guess. Is that what the title of the movie is intended to be? Because literally we see the opposite. Palpatine at one point looks at Ben Solo and says, just like I fall, so shall the last Skywalker. Yeah. And he pushes him well, down then the hole. At another point, it's like, here's a flashback to Leia and how she like quit her training because she saw the death of her son at the end of it. Which is better than the like, thing in the leak. Because the thing in the leak was like she got pregnant and stopped training. Yeah, yeah. This, but, this but made still, more sense. It, it, but that's what happens. Ben Solo dies at the end. Congratulations. Like, Well, but so that is actually one of the few points that I don't think... I don't think it was good, but it wasn't as convoluted. So she knew that her training would lead to the death of her son and that the lightsaber that she was giving up needed to go to somebody special at that point. Which then leads to the death of her son. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. What? what? Aren't all prophecies self-fulfilling? I don't know. It was fucking stupid. Prophecies, though, man. Fucking prophecies. (sighs) I mean, the, the 30 seconds of Ben Solo and Ray together was nice it was like wow this could have been like the second half of the movie you know if you if you put his redemption at the midpoint and like actually get to have some fun with like good side ben solo instead of like he's just in like a short fight and then that's it it's such an insult to the the talent and i feel really bad for adam driver and daisy ridley for having to make such a shitty movie well but here's my thing with daisy ridley She's gone out and said, oh, I think that the uh, the lukewarm reception of The Last Jedi is fair. It's like Daisy. Well, but the way she says it, she's always careful to try to, like, please both sides. I mean, I, the, that whole press junket they just did was a, just a farce of lies. Like, it's clear that they're just saying whatever they thought people wanted to hear and kind of talking out of both sides of their mouth. I'd be very curious to, like, okay, like, if you're done, you can actually say what you want now. Like, what did you think of some of this stuff? But it's an insult to Adam Driver. Especially by the people who cast him, who saw like this is the this guy is going to be the next big thing. Like almost nothing to do for most of the movie. Yeah, I kind of wonder if the mask was so they didn't have to utilize Adam Driver as much. I honestly do. Like, (laughs) there's a bit. What is his line? It's when he like runs into Ray on. uh, I think it's on the Death Star, like in the throne room. He's just like, excuse me, look what you've become. Isn't that what he says or something like yeah, that? Yeah. But like it's it's like in a really funny delivery. Um they they don't give a they don't they honestly do not give a generally good reason why he has the mask. They seem to imply he just makes it again. It's because he's hanging out with the Knights of Ren again. Because they, they really focus on all their masks and the helmets, and then it's like he's having his reformed. But it that could have been so easy for him to say, Ray, I didn't want you to see me the way I am, or I didn't want you to see that I can't. I can't hold this remember, evil thing together. I mean, this is probably over a year ago that like it was first kind of rumored that the mask would be coming back. And a lot of people are like, I don't know about that. It seems like a character regression. Yeah. But, you know, people who are better writers than the movies writers were like, well, that could make sense as a kind of like both characters are kind of returning to what they knew. Oh, look, it parallels 
Han saying, you know, we both fell back into what we knew when, when like him and Leia broke up, you know, like there's all this like character work you could do to make the mask make sense. And they do none of it. Like the, They're the, just like the mask is back for marketing. Basically like, like the podcast thing. So whoever said about it's, it's similar to the Japanese art of reforming. Yeah. The you know? Kintsugi and all. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but they don't do any of that. They're no. just like, Oh, he just makes the mask again for some reason. There's just like a random monkey dude forging his mask and it's a, just another montage and it's never explained. And you're like, okay. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe that wasn't Adam Driver in it. Like they could only I mean, they filmed for six months. I'm sure they could have gotten him if they needed him, but I just wonder too if he was just like, I want to be in this bullshit as least as little as possible. God, this movie was so bad and stupid. Why? It didn't need to be. It you did. have such great clay here to, to build a fucking beautiful thing out of it. There was so much setup that could have been really excellent. JJ's good at spectacle. In this case, though, some of the spectacle makes no sense. It wasn't. I don't think his spectacle is very good in this movie at all. I will, everything seems very rushed and sloppy. Like things that that don't make sense fully in the movie are like things that worked in trailers. Like I will still remember watching that teaser trailer where she runs and jumps over the Tie Fighter, and I thought, "Holy shit!" Like this 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 movie's gonna and be great. And then you actually see it. Yeah, it's bad. Well, it's funny how like the, well, her and the, the Force Lightning seems to like completely blow up, and then it's just like cut to Kylo Ren walking out of it later. He's just like, "I'm fine." It's it's past Wuthering Heights. Like he's just walking out of or into a music video for half this movie. I kept waiting for like I would do anything love for love, but I won't do that to start playing over some of his things. But when she's when they're fighting over this transport in the air and she uses the force lightning, big spectacle. Like Ray has this new evil power that she can do. And then later he's astonished when she stabs him in the she also stabs him in the stomach, and mm-hmm. then that wound moves up. Did you notice that? Yeah, whatever, you know. So she she heals him after she stabbed him to death. And he's like stunned by that. Later he heals her. And then just dies. And just dies. I guess we're supposed to assume that because she was dead and he healed her, it's like his life force faster. And there's like, there's so many easy, cheesy ways to be like, now you share a life force. And if one of you dies, the other, and that's like romantic or whatever, you know, like there's, there's easy ways to keep them alive there, but they're just like, nah, it was the, the, the filmmakers could not make a decision. So they tried to do everything at once. It was like, we're going to like, kind of do the Raylo thing, but we also like want to like make Ben Solo die to punish him, even though we redeemed him. And it's like, what was the point of any of this? What story are you trying to tell? Like, what is the, what is the message you're sending really? Like what, what are you trying to communicate with the story you're telling? It was like, remember how angry you were at the end of the hunger games? Hold our beer. Which hunger games? The, you know, the, the final, one? the final one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, even no, that was we more coherent. Even that had like, I don't know, the final line was pretty decent. You know, yeah. there are much worse games to play than this fucking movie. I don't understand. I'll never understand how this was what they came up with. So this had to have been done. What? Like January 2018? Like the script? I mean, supposedly they pitched it right around the time that The Last Jedi was coming out. But I mean, is that even did. time to 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 do to answer backlash from last jedi I'm i mean they, i don't think they started writing the script and completed the script until like well into after the last jedi had been out so i mean it's clear that some things are a reaction to the last jedi in it 
which ironically was not the case with The Last Jedi because that script was written before The Force Awakens came out. And so despite what people think, it wasn't somehow trying to like, you know, subvert the audience expectation of certain things that they, uh, you know, theories that they came up with after watching The Force Awakens. Which just means the whole time Ryan Johnson's working in that movie, J.J. Abrams is thinking, if I ever get a chance to come back, I'm just going to take a, such a big shit on this. Well, like, I'm sure there are people that would say like, oh, well, Ryan Johnson did the same thing to him. But like, it's not no. the same. It's no. it's it's one thing for you to set up plot points and then for like and questions and for those questions to be answered in a way that you didn't intend. It's another thing entirely to like have a question be answered and then go back and be like, psych, it was actually this instead. Like, it's like it just shows no commitment to the story they were already telling. Like it even seems to retcon the force awakens in a lot of places. Like the whole first 10 to 15 minutes of the movie. is just like insanely fast paced montage, basically trying to like reset the stakes for everything. And like, you know, like suddenly there's all this like, you know, Sith acolytes and Palpatine's back and he's behind Snoke the whole time. And it's just like this over and like, it's just like constant, like retcons at the beginning of the movie. It's like, what What the fuck? You wrote The Force Awakens, too. Like, what are you doing? J.J. Abrams, like, really likes the idea of people going on some kind of bananas, Indiana Jones-esque, like, looking for maps, like, hidden maps of the Starfield. But, and also, the fucking, whatever, like, uh, Poe is doing with the um, the hyperdrive at the beginning uh, of the movie. Yeah, it's barely even mentioned, like, light speed skipping or something. That seems... Like that should not have paid off. Like they should have crashed into something and died. Well, it was just that, like the Falcon caught fire. Like there was no stakes to it. There's no even like they only explain halfway through what's happening, what they're doing. Well, but also there's a reason why you've never seen that before in a Star Wars movie, because even in the fucking bananas world of Star Wars, they have painted that this would not make any sense. Like this people, would be the catastrophe. People who are mad about the Holdo maneuver. How do you feel about that? You know? Yeah. And then for them to insult, like verbally insult the Holdo maneuver. Our greatest military hero. Holdo is, was, I'm sorry, Holdo is more important to this sequel trilogy than Leho was. Um, I mean, a lot of that's just tragically because Carrie Fisher died. Yeah. I Man, can you imagine if Carrie Fisher was alive and they handed her the script? I'd like to think that that wouldn't be possible. Yeah. But there's clearly like there's she has reaction shots where it's clearly like they just froze a face yeah. that she made or we're like very much zoomed in. Like you can tell like the quality of her wasn't as good as the, the quality of the rest of the well, shot. Remember how jarring it was to see her at the end of Rogue One? There's like two moments of that. Yeah. Like when they CGI the young Leia, it's like, oh, even young Luke looks OK, though. I don't think young Luke makes sense for the time period in which that takes place. No, he looks younger. He looks like New Hope Luke. Yeah. When he should look like post-Return of the Jedi Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of all the flashbacks could he could you possibly see, show. Why could... Exegol is far, far away. It's far, far away. Why could the fucking Ewoks see burning Star Destroyers? No, I think that was supposed to be there were Star Destroyers like all over the place, like First Order Star Destroyers. Even though they couldn't get, get out of the atmosphere. No, 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 like those were the Sith Star Destroyers. These were the other Star Destroyers. The First Order. The Force Orders, yeah. And so like, it's like, oh, look, it's Bespin. Cool. And there's something blowing up. And there's Endor. And uh, why, was, they, why are they blowing up then? What was the other uh, planet we got? Was it just those two? I think it was Bespin and Endor. 
Yeah, it might have been. Which is I don't think there's a Tatooine one of that now. No, which is not very well thought out, even as a montage. Why would the First Order be at Endor? But why are they blowing up? Yeah, I don't know. They're not. They clearly we've established because this ex- because people rose up to destroy them uh, or something. I don't know. Also, General Pride is just like complete my transfer from the First Order to the Final Order. Just Why kidding. was General Pride even in the movie? Why would Huck suddenly like save the heroes? It didn't make any sense. Oh, it's it was so stupid. Why would he be a mole? Comical. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you win. I care that Kylo Ren loses. It's like think it through, military well, like, tactician. Nothing we've seen in his character so far would suggest that he would ever do that. He's he's like an insane fascist. He would want to like stop Kylo Ren so he could take his place. Yeah, you know, like yeah. But but I don't think that would equate to committing treason. No, no. He, I mean, he would try to, would, he would try to backstab Kylo Ren, but he wouldn't be like, "I want the First Order to lose," you know. But that people will argue because Kylo Ren makes a comment about high treason and the Force Awakens. We'll see. Blah, 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 blah. No, it makes no sense. I hate this movie. I was so upset. All that work to get to this. Yeah, that great cast. He'd set up some great possibilities for storylines. Even like cool stuff like force healing just kind of comes out of nowhere. It's just like she just randomly is like, oh, I guess I'll just force heal this uh, serpent. Yeah. Just you're like, okay. <laughs> the the whole thing where she's floating, it reminds me that was how we were supposed to be introduced to Luke in The Force Awakens when we find him at the end. Mm. But Ryan Johnson asked him to change it. Because like Luke shouldn't be using the force if he's hiding, sense. you know, he's like hiding. Yeah. Um, and it was like JJ Abrams had to get that in there. So he's like, oh, I'll just have Ray be like floating with a bunch of rocks like circling around. What were th- <laughs> what were they thinking with Luke? Like, what did JJ Abrams think Luke was going to be doing? Why did he think Luke was hiding away? Han tells you exactly why. One of his students. Uh, destroyed his academy Luke felt responsible he walked away from the whole thing it's like thank you J.J. Abrams you've just set up the plot of The Last Jedi which is what but which now is what you're Ryan like pretending that you didn't or, or like yeah. you know knocking the plot that you set up to begin with and I'm so sorry because I meant to say Ryan Johnson but it's late and I'm tired and I'm emotionally strained so I didn't mean to say Ryan Adams <laughs> fuck that guy um, yeah and again also regardless of what happened all Luke has ever met are broken old men, Jedi Masters. Of course, that's what he's going to end up being. It almost doesn't even matter what happened to the Jedi Temple. Oh, but no, but also him and Lando were just hunting the galaxy for Wayfinders to Exegol. Turns out the, the sacred texts that were like his diary also. Yeah, the books that he's never read. Yeah. Baffled. Fucking baffled. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, just <laughs> the fact that J.J. Abrams is just like, now nah, you don't even have to have seen Last Jedi. Why would you even see the second movie in this thing? And, like, just to have Kylo Ren be like, well, I didn't lie to you. They were filthy drunk traitors. But also. <laughs> but also, yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Uh, it's, it's, 
it's really depressing because I don't think this movie is going to do very well at the box office. I don't think it's going to flat out bomb, but I think it's going to be less than The Last Jedi. And I worry that even more wrong lessons will be taken from this by Lucasfilm and Disney. Yeah. We were all rooting for you, JJ. Like, you know, you probably could have gotten better box office with better reviews. And you know how you get better reviews? You make a better movie. I know that's a little bit uh, simplistic to say, but like, why did you think this would be a good movie? It would, have been, it would have been fucking grand if you almost had like a solo situation where he was replaced halfway through and it was just like, hey, we've got to use all the same locations on a lot of the same production design and like a, you know, well, like a better storyteller, like a Ryan Johnson type. There's such obvious fixes to some of like, the, yeah. the major plot points. Like, okay, so you want Ray to have an arc where she's like, I don't know, kind of scared of her dark side potential. Like, what could possibly like make her, you know, lean towards the dark side? Is it because she's secretly related to Palpatine or maybe she spent a year being resentful after learning the truth about her parents? Like that would be much more like of an arc that you've already established. Well, on top of the fact that she's incredibly powerful and talented and her friends will never understand that. They'll and, never understand. And like, much you, like Kylo Ren, they'll never understand that. And thing. you keep Rose and Finn together. You show that that's our relationship that she sees. She wants something like that. She feels apart from it. She feels apart from Poe and every, you know, like there's an easy way for and like, it seemed like they're setting up in the trailer. The whole like, you know, people keep saying they know me. No one does like yeah. this idea that she because of her power is like set apart from people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this building subconscious resentment, which is like, you know, pushing her towards the dark side. Yeah. yeah. It, that's all there. She doesn't need to be fucking related to Palpatine to like explore that character. The arc. animosity she could feel towards Ben Solo is because here's the one person who does get me. And unfortunately he's evil. Mm-hmm. And and also she could feel like she failed him. And and then you have that. A, she brought him to the brink of redemption and he didn't take it. And she could feel like she failed him. And then you have an arc where she's moving towards the dark side. He is perhaps moving towards light and they meet in the middle. Something, something balanced. That's how you wrap up your nine part saga. You kind of like provide an answer to the balance of the force. Making her Ray Palpatine only robs her character. Yeah. By saying that, that this it, is the reason that, that she might fear her own power is such an insult to well, her. Well, it's like, this is the reason you, you are powerful. Just who you're related to. Yeah. It's, it's not your own power anymore. We just, it's, it's actually just some dudes. Uh, yeah. You have no real character motivation of your own. It's all about, you know, who you're related to this time. I mean, people who have to develop like chosen families, it's great that you can find those folks, but it's because you have been let down and cast out in ways that you shouldn't have been. God, God damn it. I fucking hated this movie. It's such a disappointment. It really sucks. And like, I was still really holding out hope up until like, you know, like a few days ago, like maybe the leaks were wrong. Maybe it's just the the way the leaks are described is like, no, it'll, it'll be good when you see it. It's just like the person telling the, you know, the story with at the least leaks. the action sequences will be good. Yeah. It'll JJ's a competent filmmaker. At least will be fun. Maybe that the way it plays out on screen, it's going to work a lot better than you think. You know, there's ways to describe all the stars movies that makes them sound terrible when mm-hmm. they're actually not. Um, but Man, it's just what a just a big turd in the punch bowl this movie is, you know. And I've been bummed about it all week, like because like when the first reaction started coming out from the premiere, and it's like 
oh no, the, the, the leaks, it's true. All of it, you know, it's like, wow, I can't believe that that's, that's real and that's happening. And now I have to spend three days just kind of like dreading seeing this movie. Like at a certain point, I think it was, um, it was about the time where like the, the Sith arena started like breaking apart and all like the, the random faceless CGI Sith yeah. people were dying. I was like, oh shit, I have to see this movie again. We have tickets tomorrow. Fuck. What an idiot we are for like buying two tickets to two showings of this movie. We thought it'd be good. Seeing Attack of the I was saying like seeing Attack of the Clones four times in one day. You know, physically I was tired from like lack of sleep, <laughs> but like I enjoyed that movie. It it worked despite its flaws as a movie. It was interesting to see it, you know, and study it in that close proximity. I am I'm going to be sitting outside this theater tomorrow night just saying, I know what I have to do, but I really don't think I have the strength to do it. And then hoping that somebody impales me with a laser sword. I don't have to. Uh, I mean, it's early. I've only seen it once, but like just as, I don't know, trying to be kind of like a not objective, but at least like kind of like measured critic. I think about all nine Star Wars movies. And there's a lot of issues with the prequels, but I don't think any of them are as joyless as this one was. Right last. It, it really, right now, it, it, it feels last. I mean, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic or just like a like question. toxic fan or anything like that. It just, it wasn't good. Behind Rogue One? Uh, Behind Solo? It's hard for me to say. I, I guess so, yeah. But in the in the for sure in the Skywalker saga, this is this is number nine. <laughs> I mean, Attack of the Clones in many ways is just incredibly goofy and cringe inducing, but like it still was fun. All this of movie the, wasn't really even fun. All of the cringy stuff in that relationship, though, to me just feeds into how utterly doomed it <laughs> is. You know what I mean? Like, like he is a creep. I don't think I don't think George Lucas is like trying to hide that like you've grown too, grown more beautiful. He's not trying no. to say that's the height of romance. No, I think he is. That's the problem with that movie. Yeah. I, he's he's his whole excuse is like, no, this is like an old 30s romance. It's not yeah. like you're used to in modern times. It's like, no, it's just a bad romance. Sorry, dude. When I drive home tonight, I am just going to crank across the stars so oh. loud till my eardrums bleed. Poor, like you said, poor John, poor John Williams. Imagine having to score this movie. Imagine you're like, I need to stay alive to score this movie. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like you've just bought me a beautiful new bed and then I pull these these expensive silk sheets back and you've just pissed and shitted all over it. Anyway. And then you're like, could you please roll around on that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have much less else to say. We'll we'll probably do a full headcanon on this at some point. You know, just go into more detail. I, you know, I'm not, I'm trying to not like. You don't want to be that asshole fan who like rants about this for the next few years, and it's like shitty to anyone who likes it. Like you know, it's we can be better than that. It was just a real disappointment. I mean, if you like the movie, I guess I'm glad for you because. What I'm feeling, I would not wish upon anybody. And if you saw the movie and you feel even a little bit like we do, let me just say, hey, man, I'm sorry. Like, it sucks. I, I, you know, our friend in the theater of us was like talking about something and I was just like, no, I need you to stop for a moment. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to be a dick, but I'm just, I I need the moment to process how upset I am. 
And we were driving back, and I was like looking at my hand to see if it was shaking because it sure yeah. felt like it should be shaking. I'm not upset. I'm just kind of shocked at how bad it is. I was upset. Mm. I, I'm. I feel like in the last year, I've come to appreciate where the movies have come, and how much of a slam dunk. It really like reminded me like been. like you can just go online and like go to like a fanfic site and like just pick a random one and you can start to read it and be like oh this is shit and then just like you're just like i'm mad it's like this is this writer sucks they don't understand the characters like this is like stupid and cheesy i'm just gonna stop reading this like that was what this movie felt like watching it i was yeah. just like oh wait this sucks i gotta sit stop. through the whole thing it doesn't stop yeah it, but even calling it bad fanfic is so kind to it I I mean, but I'm at the point where I'm really like, what was the point of the movie? Like, what message? Yeah. Oh, I, wh- I, what is your theme? It's not good. What are you trying to communicate? <laughs> Something about like you don't you choose your own family or you choose your own destiny or something. I guess you because, know your family name doesn't define you. Sure. Well, but like. It's like your family name doesn't define you, but you're still going to be shackled under the weight of some other kind of legacy. Like she still has to channel the rest of the Jedi. Yeah, now she's just has a Skywalker legacy. Instead. Oh my god, the fucking like like voice cameo high fives that she gets from people. That's just so stupid. Like, that was you couldn't even bother to do some Force Ghosts. Like rise, Ray. Ray, rise. I, I can't remember what the Mace Windu one was, but it was pretty bad. It was just like, we're just going to like call Samuel Jackson, have him record a few things yeah. on the phone. Oh, we yeah. can't even get him to show up to the studio and stand in front of a green screen for five minutes. And he'd love to. I think he would honestly love to. Sure. First of all, Samuel Jackson never said no to any yeah, movie no. project. <laughs> the answer is no. It's not in his vocabulary. But at a certain point, I was like, I would fucking kill to see Hayden Christensen's smug, stupid face in this What's the movie. funny thing is, like, there were so many fans who were just, like, holding out hope, at least please have an Anakin cameo. Yeah. And they couldn't even do that. No. Like, you can't even crowd please properly. No. God damn. God damn. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't... And J.J. Abrams, he's good with some spectacle. I would say, what was his Stranger Things movie? Uh, Super 8. Super 8's not a bad movie. Eh. The first Star Trek. Third, third act, a little rough. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he's pretty good at finding like talented actors. Like Elle Fanning has eh. been wasted and everything since. Um, the first Star Trek reboot movie, not bad. But I, I, I'd third like. Third act's re- a little rough. Looking back at like Star Trek in the Darkness, it's like, yeah, all the warning signs that he's yeah. not good on the return trip yeah. are, are there because that movie was garbage too. We held out hope for so long, but. But you know, I'm like, our, our boy is gone. I don't think I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, our soft boy, our good boy. I don't think our I very white boy, and he gets they stabbed in all his wa- dirty on his white thickness. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, man, fucking yeah. Don't ever get rid of this shirtless, weird, sexy heroin gap picture of Adam Driver that you have sitting on your thing. He's our patron saint here. Pour one out on your carpet for this poor guy. But like, I don't think I'd be excited for like whatever the next JJ Abrams project is. No, now I'm thinking about like his deal that he signed with Warner Brothers or whatever. It's kind of like like Benioff and Weiss and their deal where you're just like, fuck that. You yeah. Know? Like, well, like it's funny that they played a trailer for like Tenet before this. And I'm like, well, like Nolan, 
even Dunkirk, which I didn't really care for, wasn't a bad movie. It just no, wasn't it was my fine. movie. It just it wasn't, wasn't really my into movie. It, yeah. yeah, but it's like Nolan's like he knows his thing and he does a pretty good job. And you're like, look at this trailer. And you're like, I only kind of know what's happening here, but I'm super excited for it. And it's like and there's a sense you... that even if you don't really like Tenet, it won't be like a massive clusterfuck, right? You right. know. But it's like, imagine you handed this beautiful three scoop ice cream thing and someone's like, well, the bottom two scoops are pure shit. I don't know. We screwed that up. So George, one of the things George always loved was like primitive indigenous people. Sure. No technology rising up against Uh fast superior force. The closest they get to that in this movie is when they're launching the assault on the deck of the Star Destroyer. And these horses. Well, and like Pride is like, jam their speeders. It's like, was that a thing you could do before? You could jam speeders. You could jam speeders before. Yeah. But it's like, sir, they're not using speeders. They're using horses. And it's like, God damn it. Okay. You can't even do this right. Yeah. You can't even I mean, the the clear thing would have been have it be some kind of, you know, like from Buffy first evil villain. It's, I thought it, that's where they're it's going an embodiment with embodiment of the I've dark every side. voice you've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. It can't nope. you can have Ian McDermott in there, you know, when it takes the form of Palpatine. You can have it take the form of Snoke. You can even have Darth you can Vader. Do Vader. Yeah, you can do all three of those. <sighs> and and like you could you could argue that the whole movie is this kind of metaphor for the demons that Ray and Ben Solo have to wrestle with and they have to overcome. And have it be about the burden balance of the force, but but the burden of being special, you know, and and how to make that something a force for good. I, you know, I'm we're not articulate anymore. I'm so angry and I'm tired and this is stupid. I'm sorry, everyone. You're much angrier than me. I'm I'm very angry. I'm hurt, man. Very disappointed. I'm pissed off. Mm -hmm. Well, because if I'm not angry after the anger goes away, I don't want to think about my reaction to this movie. Mm All right. Well, that was our first reaction to I'm sorry, everyone, the rise of Skywalker. I, I mean, if you listen to this, I really do hope you enjoyed the movie better than we did. I don't know how. I don't I know just, who you are. I just didn't think it was Sicko. very good. Yeah. I wonder what Ryan Johnson's doing next. So I, I listened to a podcast where he was, if not writing, he was certainly thinking up the next Benoit Blanc. Well, like, I think Kathleen Kennedy the other day said something about like, oh, yeah, we're still working with Ryan. But it's like, are you? You've been lying through this whole press tour. So are you really? Or are you just saying that? And then like you're going to announce in January that like you're doing something completely different, you know? It's like somehow the Mandalorian is better than this movie. I know. Uh, just the Baby Yoda show. Way better than this movie. Who would have thought? That's our last hope to ever child in the Obi-Wan show. All right. Well, may the force be with you. Sometimes. Sometimes.